1: Hi, this is Marilyn Ball and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC and 101.1 FM The Revolution. Speaking of Travel is powered by the Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the whole wide world and when you fly home, you're home. So plan your next trip at flyavl.com and by Appalachian Realty. If you're looking for a home in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they're there to help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit AppalachianRealty.com and by Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park. Visit a place with beautiful views of Lake Lure, six hiking trails, animal programs, unique events, and more. And speaking of Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park in the Lake Lure, North Carolina area, be sure to visit speakingoftravel.net and register for your chance to win a wonderful staycation package for two that includes a two-night stay at the historic Lake Lure Inn, along with Sunday brunch and tickets for Lake Lure boat tours, a gift certificate to Broad River Coffee Shop, games of mini-golf at Chimney Rock Adventure Golf, admission to the Burnt Shirt Vineyards Tasting Room in Bistro, a bottle of wine, dinner entrees at the Esmeralda Restaurant, and two annual passes to Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park. So just go over to visit to speakingoftravelcomnet oh boy, speakingoftravel.net, and register to win. You won't be sorry. It is such a beautiful place down there. And... You can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on that Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, or on the iHeartRadio app on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. So let me tell you something here. I seem to have a good many women on Speaking of Travel who are no strangers to adventures and traveling solo. I'm still looking for that push to finally jump out of my comfort zone and go for something bigger and better. You know, Nora Roberts once said, if you don't go after what you want, you'll never have it. If you don't ask, the answer is always no. If you don't step forward, you're always in the same place. But how do you do it? How do you step forward when your heart is pounding and says, turn back, turn back. You're going to fall off the pier if you go too far. Well, lucky for us here today in the studio is Gabriella Moreski. She's a 64-year-old solo adventure traveler who has a love of the world and obviously understands the difference between being fully alive and just existing. She's going to be here today to help us process how we can let go of our fears and make the life we know we want to live. Gabriella, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you, Marilyn. A pleasure. to be here I'm so glad to have you you know I've I feel like I have a little theme going here uh, probably because I need a little push myself I travel but I don't travel solo I'm about your age so it's time and I'm hoping that you can give us some points and maybe give me that little push
2: to get going. <laughs> Well, I find that, um, I, I it, it, I think it starts with curiosity. And where is it that you're curious about and what would like to go see? And I've always found that I make a decision first where I want to go, and then I figure out all the details about it as before I get there. And so then I, I just kind of, you know, make my plans and I go. I remember the first adventure travel I took when I decided to walk the Camino and I was uh, I was at Barcelona and it was time to get on the train to go for my my first walk. And I had that moment of like, what the heck am I doing? And I just kind of sat there and let the waves of whatever anxiety it was pass through me. And then I was, I was like, OK, done. And got up and, go, and went. And. And so I think it's just to allow ourselves to feel what maybe would be fear and anxiety, let it pass through and then just go.
1: You know, I think that is good advice for anything that we decide to do in yeah. life, not just traveling, right? Yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself. When you were when you were young, when you were a kid, did you travel with your family?
2: We did. Uh, we grew up on the eastern shore of Maryland. We're actually immigrants from Germany, so I have a German heritage, and um, we spent every summer camping. And we had my my dad had a Volkswagen van, and we always headed north to the northeast and just camped and camped. And that's so. We grew up outside, and I grew up on a forty acre forty acres, twenty acres of farm and. Uh, 20 acres of 10 acres of woods and it was we spent our summers in the woods we had a little wooden boat we'd just go adventuring down the creek in our boat and <laughs> So yeah, we just we were unsupervised a lot.
1: Well that's always a good thing when <laughs> right? when you're kids, you know, it's too bad that today we can't let our kids yeah. just run and be unsupervised. But we were from a generation that could do
2: that. Exactly. We were lucky. Yeah. And I think for me now the whole point of the what I I think when I'm adventure traveling, I tap into that child who is unsupervised and just going. I don't have to ask permission. I can I make my own decisions and and i really tap into who i am and what i want to do next and i'm i'm completely open and can go with the flow and and it's exciting to me well would you say that
1: as a young child and a uh, even a young adult growing up in the woods and being unsupervised that that fostered this
2: kind of curiosity and and flexibility that you have sure and and I think also that my mother always said travel while you can so she had wanderlust and I think she uh, we inherited that from her and as soon as I could I was you know at 14 years old, I was out the door. I, I skipped the last couple years of high school because I chose to go to Germany and and be there for a while. And I just it was just this constant forward momentum of what's the next adventure, what's the next trip I can take.
1: And so from that point, from the 14 year old Gabriella to now going out, stepping out,
2: going on these adventures is part of who you are. Yes. Yes. And, and I think for me, it's uh, um, either I'm on an adventure where I'm completely present, and that's what's exciting about being on these adventures. And then when I get back, I have like a month of like, you know, decompressing and, and processing my trip. And then I get antsy until I've latched on what the next trip is going to be. And so, like, the spring I got back from Russia and I had an amazing time and wonderful adventures. And then a month later, I was like, well, now what am I going to do next? So I decided, ah. I'm gonna I'm gonna bicycle the Continental Divide, and I realized um, you know I should do some of these more difficult, physically difficult things while I'm still young. And do the easy-peasy adventures while, like, you know, bicycling through Europe when I get older. And so um, so now I'm, and because I've moved to Asheville area, it's just the perfect place to, to train and get ready. And, and it's just kind of funny how things fall into place. And um, and I also want to say for this trip, I'm, I'm not doing it solo because, you know, I like to read up on, you know, what, if, if you know what, what, Possibly can go wrong. You're prepared for it and you go with your eyes wide open and on the continental divide There's an area called grizzly alley and you're out in the hinterlands for days at a time And I thought you know, this is probably not a good idea to do this solo So this trip I'm doing with adventure cycling is just 12 people we camp for 77 days We make our all, all prepare our own food. So it's still an adventure that um, Is a little feels a little more secure Well, it sounds like quite an adventure. (laughs) 2,700 miles. (laughs) Wow. And
1: why don't you give us a little geography lesson here? Because I have a feeling that mm, some of my listeners might not know where the Continental Divide even is.
2: Well, we do have the Eastern Continental Divide here, but I'm actually going on the Western Continental Divide, which starts on the Canadian border, goes through Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, New Mexico, and then to the Mexican border. So we – it goes straight through the country, and it's a lot of climbing uphill, downhill, and uh, a lot of you know physical endurance. But it's exciting and beautiful, and I, I'm so looking forward to taking lots of good pictures. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Well.
1: Gabriella, let me tell you, you are a woman after my own heart, and I so appreciate you being on the show. I'm already starting to feel a little bit more get up and go, and maybe there's a way. So, when we come back from the break, let's talk about some of the resources where you go to find information, how you plan as you move on from trip to trip. Thank you so much for being on the show today. We'll be back. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel.
0: With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport, take the easy way out.
3: Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park's annual pass holders can look forward to endless adventures. The Outcroppings Trail to the park's iconic chimney is the ultimate stairmaster. Hike with your kids to Hickory Nut Falls, one of the tallest waterfalls east of the Mississippi, or take the new Skyline Trail to the top of the mountain. Pass holders are treated to exclusive events as well as special deals at the park and area attractions. Upgrade your day ticket to an annual pass during your visit.
1: is on Arlington Street, right near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, your host of Speaking of Travel. Get ready to discover beautiful Chimney Rock in Lake Lure, North Carolina. Visit SpeakingofTravel.net and register for your chance to win a wonderful staycation package for two that includes a two-night stay at the historic Lake Lure Inn, along with a Sunday brunch voucher, and tickets for Lake Lure boat tours, a gift certificate to Broad River Coffee Shop, and two free games of mini-golf at Chimney Rock Adventure Golf. Admission to the burnt shirt vineyards tasting room and bistro and a bottle of their wonderful wine dinner entrees at the esmeralda restaurant and two annual passes to chimney rock at chimney rock state park visit speakingoftravel.net and register now for a staycation in beautiful chimney rock and lake lore north carolina remember that speakingoftravel.net
4: Let me see what spring is like On Jupiter and Mars In other words... Hi,
1: it's Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking oh, of Travel. I'm here today in the studio with Gabriella Moreski. She is a solo traveler, of uh, woman after my own heart, somebody who has been doing what I want to do for a long time. Gabriella, thank you so much for being on the show today. Pleasure. Thank you. It's so much fun to hear about your adventures and you know, there's so many women especially who, you know, just might have that fear factor of, well, what would it be like? I'm on my own. I'm out there in the middle. You know, I'm doing it. And I definitely hear, um, that portion of you can make any decisions you want you can change anything you want you're Mm -hmm. flexible you're not on somebody else's agenda Mm -hmm. um but let's talk a little bit about what it really is like when you're out there by yourself on these adventures tell us a little bit about how you feel
2: it's exhilarating and um i i I, I had these amazing adventures, and actually on my uh, YouTube channel, I have posted um, Trail Angels in the Czech Republic, which was my, my walk across uh, the Czech Republic in Germany. And it's called Trail Angels in the Czech Republic because I think, you know, traveling alone, and sometimes I get lost, and you, 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 have, you connect with people, and, and it's amazing when you travel. And I think being solo also, you're more open, and people, you're more approachable maybe, and people always want to help. And, and I think we've been conditioned to think fear and negativity but I think when we kind of throw that out the window and, and look at it with fresh eyes and realize that people are, want to help us and I just find I, I feel like that child again and that curiosity and one time I was I, I thought I was taking a shortcut uh, to my destination and I walked down to I thought look looked like uh, on the city map was a bridge going across the river and um, I get down to the, I walk down 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 and I get to the River and there's no bridge, and it's it's desolate. And I find this primitive camp, and I peek my head in, and I and I say, um, I didn't speak the same language, but there was a fisherman, and I show him the picture I'd taken of the map, and you know for this river, and he points to a dam. There was a dam going across the river, and so he he immediately he turns over a bucket. He motions for me to sit down. He reheats his coffee from breakfast. He pulls out a tin of stale cookies, even offers me whiskey for my coffee. And I get fortified, and then we, I go back on my way, and it's a big smile. And, and it's he was there to help me. And if, and I think from our conditioning, we may, may not think of things that way. But I realize for the more you travel, the more you realize that people will really support you.
1: I love that because that is definitely a common theme that I hear a lot is that people will help you, and that people are people everywhere around the whole world? Yeah, yeah. What you know, there's simulator. so much noise now of yeah. you know them versus us, and this yeah. and that, and yet the the solid uh, theme that I hear over and over and over again is that wherever you go, people
2: are nice. I've never had bad experiences. Yeah, and I don't look for it. I don't. I don't dwell on what can go wrong. I don't, I just don't see those things. And it's not that I'm oblivious, but I, I'm completely aware. I, I notice my surroundings, but I don't let that hem me in. And I, and I think that's just, and I think we just have to do, take that first step. And that helps us realize and empower us to realize, oh, my God, I can really do this. And I know sometimes when, when, when I was walking um, across Germany and I stopped for a cup of coffee and a poppy sea cake. And um, I'm sitting there it was like, I don't know, five o'clock in the afternoon. And I thought, well, I could stay here in this town tonight or I could walk another 10 kilometers to the next town. And there was fueled by poppy sea cake and coffee. And I said, yes, I'm going to walk another 10 kilometers to the next town. <laughs> and that's just the fun, spontaneous things you can do. And and it's it's always an adventure. You know, I think
1: that whole mindset in philosophy. Again, we mentioned this in the first segment is something that we can take with us every day when we wake up. Exactly. Just having that yeah. attitude, that kind of mindset. That let's look at the positive side. Let's not look for what could go wrong.
2: Let's right. look for. Let's just be open to yeah. what will go right and sometimes that's where i like to not have expectations and um for example when i I did my madagascar bicycle ride i did that with with a group actually but how that happened i got an email from a friend and uh, she said i I booked this trip to bicycle across madagascar and i can't go would you i'll give you my deposit if you want to fly to africa and bicycle 400 miles so uh, i said next month And so I checked airfare and I said, yeah, sure. So I had no expectations. I I really didn't do any research because it wasn't that much time and it was a busy time of year for me. And so I just went. And and it was just this amazing, amazing adventure. Well, I guess one thing that I'm curious about
1: and probably other people are is how can you – how can you do this? Are you a trust fund kid? Do you have? Did you work and save money? Give I,
2: us an idea. Uh, I, I was a farmer, so my career is. I had an organic farm in South Florida, and September was always our slow season, and so we weren't making any money. So I figured, I might as well just take off. And and the thing about adventure travel is your your biggest expense really is your airfare, and you can always you know charge that and pay it off later or save for it, either one. But once you get there, because you're, you're, you're self-propelled in walking or bicycling, your only expense is your fuel, which is your food. And so I, 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 I became completely hooked uh, once I did my first walk across the Camino on this way of traveling because... You really notice things and you, and, and I love walking through the woods and the smells and, the, and what you see and taking a lot of pictures and you just become completely immersed in it. And, and, and I think that's what we ultimately want is to be just completely present and so because i've adopted that that form of travel it's it is affordable and um and you there's a really good website called women on wheels and you realize there's this whole movement of you know people all ages just doing it and and you kind of live for the next adventure you work enough to make enough money to pay for the next adventure and because you travel cheaply you can extend it and people have and now you know the whole thing is social media and if you get a lot of followers then you get sponsors and then you can pay for your get your travel paid for i'm not in that category but there's always those those opportunities wow
1: that that gives everybody so much hope And promise that they can go out there. Let's go back to your YouTube channel. How would somebody find that YouTube channel? It's Gabriella on the Road. Right. And that's, why don't you spell it so everybody knows? G-A-B-R-I-E-L-E, on the Road. Right. Thank you. Yes. We (laughs) talked about that earlier because I thought, oh, no, I misspelled your name, but it's actually with an E. Yeah, that's a German version. That's your German version. Right. Exactly.
2: And then next I'm going to post on it my um, Russia adventure, which will be called um, In Russia with Love. And um, so hopefully the next couple of weeks I'll have that up.
1: So are these um, little videos that you've made while you've been traveling?
2: What I like to do is, I don't, um, I, I prefer to process the trip after and I put together the pictures or the stories after the trip so I can be completely present and I don't want to be dependent on having been connected to the internet. And so I do, I talk about my adventures and post it after the trip. But you're doing that on the trip while you're on the yeah. on the trip? I'm taking the pictures, I keep a journal. Um, and yeah,
1: and then if, after you've come home and you've processed everything, then you put it together into this format exactly. that you then put onto your YouTube channel. Yes. That is awesome. That's a great way to do it. Well, it works for me. Yeah, and it, and it leaves you present, like you said, to really be able to um, be in the moment and be in the moment. Yeah. Right. Well, when we come back from the break, I want to talk about where you've been. I mean I'm looking here and it's like good lord you've been all over the place how many countries have you visited so far just 24 25 something, something. like yeah 24 countries yeah mm-hmm. that's yeah. that's pretty Pretty solid there, Gabriella. Well, thank you so much. We'll be back after the break. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. And remember, go to the speakingoftravel.net website and sign up for that great staycation in Chimney Rock and Lake Lore. Some lucky winner is going to win that prize package for two. It's going to be fun.
0: ordinary behind with a visit to Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park. Surround yourself with breathtaking views of Lake Lure and the Hickory Nut Gorge while enjoying six hiking trails, rock climbing with Fox Mountain Guide instructors and Animal Discovery Den, unique events and more. Whether you're new to hiking or a seasoned pro, there's something for everyone at The Rock. To plan your next Chimney Rock adventure, visit ChimneyRockPark.com to see an online trail map and a listing of the park's upcoming events.
5: Hi, this is Tina Kinsey, and I am with Asheville Regional Airport, and I have a travel tip for you today. All travelers need a government-issued ID when traveling, the most common being a driver's license or a passport. But have you ever thought about what you would do if you if you lost your ID when traveling? No matter what, this scenario would be a headache. However, an easy step you can take ahead of time to expedite replacement is to make copies of your IDs and have these with you when you travel. You could even take photos of your IDs and have them stored in your phone or email scanned copies to yourself. That way, you will have the information you need at your fingertips when you begin the process of replacement.
1: Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, your host of Speaking of Travel. If you love to travel or just dream of someday taking a dream vacation, sit back and be carried away to places from around the world and from right here in our own backyard. Get inspired and learn from others the joy of the journey. Listen to Speaking of Travel Sundays at 10 a.m. on News Radio 570 WWNC and visit speakingoftravel.net for your chance to win a Chimney Rock and Lake Lure Staycation. Any real estate company's success is a reflection of its attention and care provided to its clients. Appalachian Realty Associates are proven to have the best agents around. And if you're looking for a place in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they'll help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street near downtown, Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979.
0: Visit Chimney Rock State Park once and you'll want to come back for more. Get an annual pass for unlimited visits to the park for a year, exclusive events and special deals at the park shops and restaurants and more. Become an annual pass holder at chimneyrockpark.com.
4: Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words...
1: It's time to catch up with our good friend Doc Lawrence as he travels along the Gourmet Highway. Today, Doc is visiting the Big Easy. Hi, Doc. You know we love to hear about your travels to New
6: Orleans. Hello, Maryland. Guess where I am? New Orleans, the big easy. Listen, this is Mardi Gras and this is the 2018 tricentennial celebration of the city of New Orleans. This wonderful city is 300 years old. Think about that and all the fun we're going to have. My first stop was checking in at the Monte Leon Hotel in the French Quarter, one of the favorite places in america for people visiting this country or for locals like me smack dab in the heart of the french quarter i started the day off of course at the cafe Monde with french coffee and beignets talk about delicious fun right by the banks of the mississippi then it was time to go over to jackson square say hello to general jackson on his mighty horse Stop in the Cathedral of St. Louis, go to the Cabildo, the old ancient capital of Louisiana, where the Louisiana Purchase was signed by emissaries of Jefferson and Napoleon, and then a few hours at the bookstore, the Faulkner Bookstore, right right beside it, which is a ton of fun if you like old books and you like good people. Uh, after the Faulkner Bookstore, it's anything goes. I think I'm going to have my fortune read. Why not? I can do that on Royal Street right before lunch at Brennan's. Brennan's is one of the oldest restaurants in North America, and Bananas Foster was invented there, and heaven knows what else. They tell me they have the oldest wine cellar and the largest wine cellar on premises in North America, who am I to argue? This is the Global Gourmet Center of America. Uh, New York has got its own culture San Francisco does, I know But this place is over They've been doing it long And uh, you can have a good time here If you set your mind to it Dinner tonight is with the fabulous Tim McNally The founder, the mainstay Of the New Orleans Wine and Food Experience And my dear friend We're going to do Commander's Palace Where none other than Emerald got his start If you want to get the spirit Of New Orleans, you've got to go by the library yourself at home and get a copy of the pulitzer prize winning book a confederacy of dunces you'll laugh out loud and you'll start to miss this wonderful place whether you've been here or not Marilyn. that's about all for now and i've got an appointment at barristers the art gallery over in the 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 warehouse district to look at some of the greatest folk art in north america and uh Maybe pick, pick me up a voodoo doll while I'm there. Who knows? Get some good luck if I rub its head real hard. That's going to be all for now. From the Big Easy for New Orleans, this is Doc Lawrence on the Gourmet Highway for Speaking of Travel and Marilyn Ball.
1: Thanks, Doc. My fortune is telling me to get down to the big easy. It's on my bucket list for sure. Love hearing from you, Doc, on the Gourmet Highway. So long for now. Remember, you can follow Doc's journey on the Gourmet Highway by visiting thegourmethighway.com. So, we're here in the studio today with Gabriella Moreski. Gabriela is a, a traveler. You've been traveling for a long time, pretty much, it sounds like, since you were a teenager, Gabriela.
2: Yes, yes. And, wow. And every, every trip affects me and changes me in some way. Do you feel that you
1: continually have what we affectionately call aha moments?
2: Well, yeah. Um, it, I think my biggest aha moment was when I was in Germany at 14, and um, I became a vegetarian. And um, and I, I've never deviated from that and that kind of that being in that place at that time in my life allowed me to see things differently and I think it changed the trajectory of my life And that was uh, happened again when I walked across the Camino. Well let's talk about the Camino because again
1: geographically I'm not sure that a lot of people know exactly know what that is. So tell us a little about the Camino.
2: So the Camino is an um, ancient pilgrimage trail actually that, um, well there's Caminos that go all through Europe but the most famous one is the one that goes across Spain. And I actually did the northern route. So there's the St. Francis route that goes through central Spain. That's the most popular one. And in 2010 when I did it I did the northern route and that year they estimated 250,000 people walk the trail. Only 50,000 and walk the Northern Trail. And I always travel in September when the rates go down and the weather's still good. And um, I didn't run across any other Americans on the Northern Route. And it was just... Amazingly spectacular, walking through fishing villages, and then high up in the mountains where there were only wild horses, and it was so windy you were walking like you were drunk, trying to stay upright, and um, it, it was just amazing, and um, I, I, I that. That first walking trip changed my life also. And that was all because I had a young man come to my farm from England, Fozzy, and he was a long distance hiker, and he came to volunteer and on his time off he was writing his book about walking the Camino. So he allowed me to read the chapters as he was writing them, which was my first introduction to anything like that. And then a couple maybe a year later I talked to another woman who had walked the Camino. And so one day I said I decided I'm gonna walk the Camino. That day, I got a package in the mail, and when I opened it, it was Fozzie's book, and I knew this was meant to be. Well, I'm getting a little moved here because I love hearing these
1: stories of the universe coming in and saying, boom, yes. it's time for
2: you to go do this. Exactly, And
1: you were paying attention. Yeah,
2: that's that's the biggest part is noticing.
1: You did. You noticed. So let's talk a little bit. You've been traveling for a long time. Give us some ideas. You've talked about Spain, you've traveled through
2: Spain, you went to Africa. Where else have you been? Um, my The first big – well, I've been all over Europe um, when I was younger, but then um, I did a trip to India in 2001, and um, that was hiking in the foothills of the Himalayas. And Indian people were just beautiful. The food was amazing. I've been you know, lifelong vegetarian, so traveling in India was wonderful because you never had to question whether there was you know, any meat juice in that food. And um, I had a, an amazing experience there where um, when we hiked, we would go to small villages and stop and have some chai in a shop, chai tea. And we got to this uh, small village, and there was a young man there, and we said, where can we get some chai to drink? And he said, well, there are no shops here, But come to my home and I'll make you tea Well to make a long story short When I got back um, I asked my neighbor I said would you like To sponsor this young man with me To college he's from a poor Herding family he just graduated From high school he can't afford to go to the university What if we support him for that So we were able to Completely affect and change his life By we sent him money Every year so he could go to college and then he Graduated and now he's a teacher and so it was one of those, you know, being open, that opportunity, and he sent me this letter. He would send me honey in the mail and until the post office said, you know, you've got to stop because it's leaking. But he was, you know, very gracious and um, full of gratitude. And he says, you did something that my family couldn't, couldn't do for me. And I said, no, Jagraj, you did this because you opened the door to your home and you invited us in. You affected that change. And so it was just that, you know, wonderful moment. And, and I felt so glad to be in that position.
1: That is such a beautiful moment, and and such a beautiful way to make change happen, yeah. and to help others all over the world. So traveling is in your heart, it's in your soul, it's who you are, and you're, I, you know. I love having you here in the studio. That we're not having to do a, um, a phone interview because I get to see how. Beautiful you are and how healthy you are and fit. And all of this
2: is obviously... Working for you. Well, mentally, I always think I'm 36 years old, (laughs) and so so somehow that works for me. I love it. And um, yeah, I'm I'm now doing um, mountain biking and road biking. Yesterday, I did a 40 mile up and down the mountain bike ride with my wonderful neighbors, who are the best coaches in the world. And so I'm 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 really very lucky and feel blessed that I'm able to do these things. And um, I I'm I'm extremely healthy, and I just keep. Staying active. Well, knock on wood for all of that. And
1: when we come back from the break, let's talk about food. You had talked about food. I'm a vegetarian too. And let's talk about how how travel and food uh, makes a big difference. <laughs> great, great. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. Mm-hmm. This is Marilyn Ball, your host of Speaking of Travel. Get ready to discover beautiful Chimney Rock in Lake Lure, North Carolina. Visit speakingoftravel.net and register for your chance to win a wonderful staycation package for two that includes a two-night stay at the historic Lake Lure Inn, along with a Sunday brunch voucher, and tickets for Lake Lure boat tours, a gift certificate to Broad River Coffee Shop, and two free games of mini-golf at Chimney Rock Adventure Golf. Admission to the Burnt shirt vineyards tasting room and bistro and a bottle of their wonderful wine dinner entrees at the esmeralda restaurant and two annual passes to chimney rock at chimney rock state park visit speakingoftravel.net and register now for a staycation in beautiful chimney rock and lake lore north carolina remember that speakingoftravel.net
0: With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport, take the easy way out.
1: Any real estate company's success is a reflection of its attention and care provided to its clients. Appalachian Realty Associates are proven to have the best agents around. And if you're looking for a place in Asheville and Western North Carolina, they'll help you find properties as unique as you are. Visit them at AppalachianRealty.com or at their welcoming bungalow office on Arlington Street near downtown. Appalachian Realty, helping people call Asheville home since 1979.
3: Chimney Rock at Chimney Rock State Park's annual pass holders can look forward to endless adventures. The Outcroppings Trail to the park's iconic chimney is the ultimate stairmaster. Hike with your kids to Hickory Nut Falls, one of the tallest waterfalls east of the Mississippi, or take the new Skyline Trail to the top of the mountain. Pass holders are treated to exclusive events as well as special deals at the park and area attractions. Upgrade your day ticket to an annual pass during your visit.
0: The fall issue of Blue Ridge Motorcycling Magazine is on the newsstands now. Read about rides that climb the Green River Staircase, follow the Tallulah Gorge, and ascend Bearwallow Mountain. Get your copy on newsstands now or subscribe at blueridgemotorcyclingmagazine.com.
4: Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars.
1: I am so excited to be here in the studio today with Gabriela Moreski. We're having so much fun talking about travel and solo travel, women traveling. And before the break, we were talking about, you were telling us about your aha moment and, and becoming a vegetarian. That was a long time ago. So let's talk a little bit more about the food. Because you go to all these countries. I'm looking at you know Venezuela, Costa Rica, Colombia, Panama, Puerto Rico, Jamaica, England, Germany, Spain. How do you eat? I eat very
2: well. (laughs) Tell us Um, about the food. And um, I I have to say, uh, I'm obviously... um, yeah, I, I, I eat very well. And I always find good food to eat. And I, I kind of have these themes. It ends up being a theme, I guess. So when I walked across Germany, the the theme for that was, uh, the, the, I would joke that uh, drinking coffee, eating poppy seed cake, fueled my walk across Germany. And every town I went to, I ate, uh, they have all these wonderful little bakeries. And I can tell you the best poppy seed cake is Café Neuf in Nürnberg. And so I did a thorough analysis. Of that, and uh, determine where it was the best, and then when I um, I ended up Ireland introduced me the first time to bicycling. So I started out with walking, but when I, I was curious about Ireland, but I when I researched it, there aren't any cross country walking trails and so then i thought well i guess then i'll bicycle it and um so that and it was funny when i was bicycling i thought wow this is easy the bicycle carries my backpack and so now i've kind of been bicycling since then because i realized well that's kind of uh, an easy way to go but sometimes i would think well this is a little fast because when you're walking you you it's, it's it's a nice pace too um but the in in ireland every single day i had whatever soup was a vegetarian soup that had available and the delicious irish soda bread and then i got introduced to um bulmer's cider and i i don't i don't drink beer or wine but but the cider um was really good and i i, I really enjoyed that in, in ireland can you find that cider in the pubs Yes. So you could yeah. go to the pub, enjoy the yeah.
1: music, enjoy the right. environment, right. And, not, and not be drinking alcohol. Correct.
2: And what I also found was interesting, um, one of the rules I have is whenever I travel and someone says, oh, you must go to so-and-so, I always go there. And I was in a pub in Ireland, and um, this couple said, oh, you must bicycle Sheepshead Peninsula. And I said, well, it's not on my agenda, but I will. And it ended up being the best peninsula that I bicycled. And then someone else had said, oh, you must go to Dingle. So I said, okay, I will. And so I get to Dingle, and I think, this town is awesome. There's music everywhere. There's lots of pubs with music, street music, such a creative vibe here that I cut my trip short from bicycling and spent the rest of my, my time in Dingle. And um, and and. Every time someone says that, I know that that's going to be an amazing addition to my adventure when I listen to what people suggest.
1: That is so beautiful because we do that here. You know, visitors are coming in from out of town. What should I do? And and there's always that top ten list. Oh, you need to go here and here and here. But it's really hearing it from the local
2: where you should go. And that's why I never, ever make reservations. I... I uh, if I don't find a place to stay, I always carry a tent, in my sleeping bag, so I can free camp. And um, so there's you know that complete freedom and flexibility that you can be so spontaneous.
1: You really are spontaneous. I mean, that's you, being able to it, starting with the walking and the and then the bicycling and just you. It seems that you've made travel for you so easy. And carefree. And that's such a beautiful thing.
2: Yeah, and I think that's the, the it, it's, I think there's travelers and there's vacationers. And um, I, to me, on the vacation, things are pretty well planned. And people love that and they need that to get a break from their daily lives. But I think the travelers are, I guess, were the, you know, maybe were the adventurers that feel confined or restrained. I, I did a cruise once in my life and I'll never do that again because I felt, felt so confined. And um, the, the sense of adventure is that that. I think that childlike curiosity of what's around the next corner I've I've never been down this trail before I'm curious where this trail goes to and what am I going to see along the way and um, and just that uh, sense of things unfolding and Controlling, And I think that's what is such a pleasure is that we realize that we we really, really can't control anything except ourselves. And um, when we recognize that and just go into the world and say, I'm just going to allow things to unfold and see what happens. That's such a beautiful amazing. place to be. I, I'm
1: curious about your bike. So when you go on a trip where you're going to be bicycling,
2: do you carry a bike with you? Well, in Ireland, it was my first trip, so I rented a bike. In Madagascar, it was a group, and they supplied the bikes. When I bicycled across Germany, I bicycled along the Elbe River in Germany, and I found this $200 fold-up Schwinn, and I thought you know most fold-up bikes are two thousand dollars and and i felt so happy because if i lost this part thing, happened to it, it really didn't matter it was only two it wasn't that expensive and um and it, it was the perfect bicycle and I, I brought it with me and um i could fold it up and take it anywhere and and you know bicycling in europe every i don't even wear a helmet in europe because nobody in europe wears helmets because it's all very safe and usually off-road and things like that and now for this Continental Divide trip, I did order um, a bicycle uh, just for that. At the Kona that'll be for that ride, and also be for you know riding here in, in around Asheville.
1: Oh, so you you're going to take your new bike? Yeah. out there. Yeah, I'll ship it. Oh, you'll ship it? Right. It's always like, what do? You, how do you get a bike from yeah, point A to point B?
2: Yeah, it's a little expensive to take it on an airplane sometimes. Um, so now I'll just I'll ship it. And um, and then I think about the fold up bike. I'll I'll probably use the fold up bike for overseas because I don't have to pay the extra luggage because it folds up into a regular normal size. My goodness! So that worked out perfect. Yeah, make it work. Well, let me ask you this, Gabriella.
1: If let you're talking to me, give me some. mm, I don't know, just encouragement that. I can do
2: this, that somebody who's listening can do this? So I would say the first thing is, what are you curious about? What do you want to see? And my best friend, uh, one of my best friends is Google. And I, I look everything up on Google. And it's amazing how you go down these rabbit holes and you, you discover this, and you discover that. And you go, oh, my God, I could do this. Oh, my God, that's there. Oh, my God, this is just amazing. And then you, you, I think that, that research gives you that sense of excitement it. <laughs> And then you just have to book it. You book that flight, you whatever it is to to make that first step. And then once, you, and then what I find I do is once you make that first step, you tell everyone what you're doing, so there is no turning back, and that you're committed, and you made all the arrangements, so you you gotta go. And then when you get to that point of big fear, you just allow that to pass through, and you think about the adventure on the other end, and that excitement, and all the research that you've done, and then you just go for it.
1: And you've gone for it, and you've done it, and it's so exciting. And I want you to tell us again about your YouTube channel, because I want to... F- I want to go there and see some of the beautiful pictures that you've taken and how you put all this together. So spell it again, how
2: your name is spelled and how we can find you on YouTube. Gabriella on the Road, which is G-A-B-R-I-E-L-E, on the Road, on YouTube. And right now I have one um, posting, and that's a formal storytelling story I did for 10 minutes. And the next posting will be my photographs from Russia, which will be 30 minutes with all, all the slides and it was just amazing, and then I, I made a skirt. I'm a skirt person, and I always wear skirts. So as I'm dressed now, I can I, I wear my skirts in my daily life. I can go hiking. I can go biking. I do everything in my. Uh, skirt ready (laughs) and i made a a skirt i took pictures and had it uh sublimated onto material and then i make a skirt from that so then i wear that and it reminds me of the trip and i hope this also becomes a way for people to remark about my skirt and then i can becomes an entryway to discuss about travel
1: that is such a beautiful thing let me see that skirt well this is Yeah, this is a different skirt. Uh Uh-huh, but but, um, I love it. I love the whole outfit here. It's very um, hike-ish, but you can ride your bike in it, the whole thing. I see you have a big... Knee, <laughs> what is going on
2: there? Do you have a little falling? Yeah, I had a little spill yesterday, and it was at the beginning. It was at the I was did something stupid. I wasn't paying attention, and then I, I fell and I scraped my knee. It was all bloody, but I still bicycled another thirty-five miles and and, and kept the blood flowing through. It. So I'm, I'm fine. You I'm fine. I'm I so glad to hear that,
1: and <laughs> I think that's a great way to sum up you is you just keep going. You get back up, Exactly, keep on going. Well, Gabrielle, I can't tell you how enjoyable this conversation has been and meeting you and hearing your stories. I I look forward to having you back on the show, hearing where you've been. You can tell us about your Continental Divide trip. That would be awesome. And thank you so much. It just gives me, I don't know, just kind of more encouragement that I need that I can do this. Thank
2: you. And thank you for what you do, Marilyn.
1: Well, thanks. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You've been listening to Speaking of Travel with my guest Gabriela Moreski, and I'm going to follow her encouragement and start looking more into traveling solo in the meantime i want you all to go out put one foot in front of the other step out into someplace new be curious about that next curve what's around that next curve what's down that ravine area where's the lake whatever and remember as you go out into the new week don't postpone joy